back the way they were. I'm not saying in their heart, in their book of deeds, that we hope and know that Allah subhanahu wa forgave all their sins and Arafah. But in terms of their role in the Ummah and the family and society, they just go back to being the way they were. So it's very important that the children should sit with, let's say, if their mother or father or parents went on Hajj, and definitely ask them the stories and many interesting stories a person brings back from these types of journeys. But then also it's tell them, you know, that, okay, so dad, so how are things going to be different at home? given that you've done Hajj. And the father will be a bit shocked at the question. And probably initially he'll say, well, what do you mean everything will be the same? But then he won't be able to say that because he'll be looking at his son or his daughter and realize that they actually expect this, my journey to Hajj to actually change something here. You know, the people at work should say, okay, now how are things going to be different here? How are things going to be different in the community if it's in the staff? How are things going to be different in the maktab or the medicine or the school or the Islamic organization, you know? If there's an Islamic organization and in that three people had gone for Hajj and now after this year's Hajj, seven of the organization members will have now have completed their Hajj. So that should bring about some difference. There should be some difference in the organization. So I think this is a very important thing that obviously first and foremost the Hajjaj, meaning the Hajjis of return, need to thank. But we as communities also need to think how we can welcome and integrate and benefit from that experience more. And really, I mean, this is how Hajj in, in classical times, many times, and you know, Muslims mostly lived in villages. And there would only be one person from that village who would gone in Hajj. And there'd be another village who would say, oh, we have three people who have gone in Hajj. And another village would say, oh, we've got seven people who have gone in Hajj. And, this would, and they would say, this is a difference. Did, did I say it's an impact on our village? Our village life is different. Why? Because we have seven Hajis living in our village and you only have one. So this is what I'm saying. When we heard things like that, we realized, okay, historically, apparently this made a difference. It doesn't seem to be a metric that is used in any scale of measurement today anymore. It doesn't make a difference. If I say in this land that I live in, there are three people who went on Hajj. And the next lane, there are 20 who have gone on Hajj, and therefore that next lane is, you know, much better to live in that next lane. Nobody thinks like that. Now, what happens is, is that when we go for Hajj, we really think a lot about the fazile of Hajj, returning like a newborn baby and having all the sins forgiven. But actually, I think in some ways we have to reflect on these things more after Hajj. Okay, well now, if I'm a newborn baby, I mean, this is a major thing. I've got a second chance at my spiritual life. You know, I'll give you a, maybe a good way to explain this, or maybe I'm going to, some of our listeners may not, I'm not able to convey to them what I'm trying to convey. You know, maybe you would find somebody who was diagnosed with cancer, stage 3, 4, or 5 cancer. And then, you know, with the Qadam and Fadal of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they got Shifa. The suburb may be surgery or chemotherapy, but they come out of it. And then the doctor tells them, that, no, you know, there's no, we've done all the scans, radio and nuclear and MRI and everything, and you're completely free of all cancer. So when the person comes back, they say, no, but it's not just me, my life, and everything's going to change now because I've got a quote-unquote second chance at life and my bill of health has been restored to me. And just like that, and that's about their physical health. 
Hajj means, you know, may Allah Ta'ala again grant all the hujahs that Hajj al-Mubrur and Makbul. It means that the bill of spiritual health is restored to a person. So that, all the hadith about, you know, all sins being forgiven, being like a newly born baby, it's much more important after Hajj than it is before Hajj. So now a person needs to think that, you know, I've got a second chance. Second chance at taqwa, the second chance at haya, the second chance at other, the second chance at akhlaq, the second chance at being a father in the sunnah way, the second chance at being a mother in the sunnah way, the second chance at being a friend in the sunnah way. And that's a very big thing. And if I think if all the hijaj, you know, like, you know, like two or three million of them every year now, or maybe more, Allah uh, if every one of them thought like that, and every one of them transformed their own life and transformed the lives of others and all their others in their lives wanted to be transformed by them. I think three million people out of the one and a half billion people is still enough. It's point zero two or I don't know percent. But it's enough. It would it be enough? The Hajj would be enough for the for the sake of the whole Ummah. So we need to somehow revive that. I don't know exactly everything about how it can be done, but we need to start thinking about that. That how can the act of Hajj and the Hajj of the Hajjaj actually have an effect on the Ummah, actually have an effect on everybody. And that's how our deen is meant to be. That in our deen, any, anything, any ilm, any amal, any spirituality, any adab, any akhlaq is supposed to be contagious. It's supposed to be transformative. It's supposed to have an effect on everyone and everything. And that's the power of deen. And you see that. And the greatest proof of that is that you see that in the sound that come really a lot of on his mind. There were people who were totally changed by Nabi Akram, but they were also completely transformed. Everyone around them, everyone who encountered them, no one was untouched, no one was unchanged by them. I know that's a lot, you know, I mean, obviously, if I was on the other side and coming back from Hajj, I would say, okay, that's a lot to expect. So I'm not saying that, you know, every Hajj has to do that and be all of that necessarily, but there should be some who are like that, and everyone should be like that to some extent, even a small extent. So that the nur of their Hajj and the barakah of their Hajj is brought back with them. It's not just they come back and they bring a new embarker for themselves. No, they bring that new embarker and they share it and they spread it in their homes and communities. And this was really the very short message that we wanted to give tonight because I know, you know, mashallah, I'm sure, inshallah, that many of the people who are listening, they must have somebody, maybe immediate family member, maybe distant family member, close friend, distant friend, fellow Muslim in the masjid, someone who's coming back from Hajj. And even if you don't find someone, try to be part of that experience. I mean, we could also think like that, you know, okay, maybe in my immediate circle, I don't know anybody. I don't want to be mahroom, I don't want to be deprived, I don't want to be blessed, and I don't want to be left out this year. But, you know, I have other people who are fortunate enough to know some Hajjis, their lives will be transformed when those hajis come back. I want to be, I want to go and find somebody. I want to be affected. I want to be transformed by the news that they're bringing back from hajj. And that's the type of talab.
you know, and that's why Hajj is, you know, a very unique ibadah uh, from the Faraz, because Hajj is that only Faraz ibadah, you only get one chance. You see, if a person ever goes on Hajj again, it's never Farad Hajj. Farad Hajj is the first time, it's one shot. Any and every time you go, provided that the first one was done according to the valid laws of Sharia, then your Farad is fulfilled. Any and every time Allah Ta'ala may bless a person to go again, that will also be, a, that will always be a Nafil Hajj. But Salah is not like that. If you pray Farad Salah Fajr today, if you didn't do a good job, tomorrow you get another chance at Farad Fajr. Okay, you fasted Ramadan this year, maybe you feel you didn't do so good, you have a second chance. If Allah Ta'ala gives it a slice, you have a second chance. Next year Ramadan is a Farad Ramadan. If you feel maybe you didn't give your zakat in the best way or to the most needy people or in the most sincere way, well, if Allah does less is your turn, more money, you'll have another chance of giving start zakat. How's it on the show? That's it. However you did it, you did it. Next time you can never do a third hajj again. And that's a very unique thing in our days. In fact, I mean, there must be other things that right now I'm just trying to think. I can't think of anything else like that in the day. I can't think of anything else like that in our book of deeds, that it's a one chance you get to write that page, and you can never, ever write that type of page again. We can follow the hajj, follow the hajj. You can do nothing like yes. But follow the hajj, one shot. Otherwise, every other abadah, fard, sunnah, nasil, a person gets multiple chances to do them, multiple tries. And it also, you know, I remember one of uh, our staff and they were teaching hadith, they taught us that, you know, one way to make dua is that Allah says, you know, judge all my salah according to whatever the best salah I was, whatever best salah I prayed to. So that, they, you know, let's say a person prayed some third salah really well. You know, maybe let's say a person died having paid 100,000 third salah. And then they want that Allah should judge all there. 100,000 according to the best one of those. So that increases the person's chances a lot. But there's no, there's one third hajj, that's it. It will be assessed according to how you did it. And all of So it's a very unique uh, imbadah. And I think, you know, Alhamdulillah, it's good on the one hand, and so many people are, so many more people from the Ummah are able to go on hajj now than they did historically, and so many more people are able to go repeatedly, multiple times, than they did historically. But I think one... One, and all that's positive, but just one negative aspect is that maybe we don't value the Hajj, the Hajj themselves, maybe doesn't value their own Hajj, and maybe we fail to value that individual, that person, the Hajj, who did the Hajj, as perhaps people did historically in our Ummah. Because it's not, just to use simple English, it's not as big a deal now as maybe it used to be, but the truth is it is. Hajj is a big deal. It's always a big deal. And it's something, you know, I just was feeling this tonight that it's now, you know, the time when, at least in Pakistan now, uh, the beginning of the return Hajj flights. And I happened to see uh, one person who had just come back. Uh, and it, you know, it's a moving thing to see somebody come back uh, from Hajj. And, you know, just like it was moving to see them going for Hajj, and then it was moving to hear from them while they were there and to, you know, 
always be thinking about it and oh they're in Minna now and oh now they're in Arafa and oh now they're in Mutabata and now this is the last thing is the experience of having them return and I think that we all need to try to help and facilitate them and to help them be better people and help them to stay better people and help them and want them to make us better people I think even just that niya, even just that intention and that outlook and that perspective, if we have that in our hearts, then inshallah and the whole uh, act of hunch can bring a lot more barakah to us uh, in this season and for this year. So we make the Allah and Allah and accept the hajj of Allah and Allah and Allah in the time of the still million who are still there and will stay there for more days and do more ibadah in Makkah in Medina Manawara. And those of us who are not able to go this year, we must enable us to benefit from all the Nur and Barakah that all the Hujjahs that we know are bringing back from them. And may we become partners in them, partners with them, in bringing about a better family and a better Ummah for all of us and for all the deeds. We must accept this Niyan Dua for us. Bakal da'wana Anadhamdulillahi Anadhamdulillahi Anadhamdulillahi